Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. If need be, again, there's this thing with the need. You have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ because He will be revealed soon. And our faith does need testing because we're going to go through harder things than what we're experiencing now. And if we're not purified, we can't do it. We will crumble. We'll be like impure metal that breaks. As Christians, we will go through trials and persecutions because no servant is greater than his master. If Jesus suffered, so will his followers. Pastor Robert and his wife Elizabeth will be encouraging us to stand firm during trials and tribulations because God will use them to help mold us more into the image of Jesus. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part six of their message entitled, I Salve. into more more than we are you know I I think in that context if you find yourself you know if you're one of the ones gifted with 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 a a lofty intellect and you've got lots and lots of resources maybe you ought to have a conversation you know maybe he's keeping you at arm's length you know and it's the rest of us he wants to draw in real close it's not how much we have or don't have it's where we have our hope yeah Of, of any given resource it's where we have our hope with that, and when we feel, when we experience our insufficiencies like this does, it really, I mean, he gives the counsel, it really is like fire, and that's consistent through scripture. That there's no one who doesn't experience trials, but there are plenty who don't embrace them, and therefore don't get out of them all that they offer. Fire, trials, is like a fire that both purifies us, but it also, fire can also fuse things together, and it fuses us to him if we let it, instead of fight against it and trying to jump out of it, which is the natural response. And that's what he says here. That's his remedy. Revelation 3.18, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, because you're not, but you could be if you buy it from me, is what he's saying, and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. He doesn't want to reveal our nakedness, the things that we're so afraid sometimes that would be found out. He he is not one to expose unless it's absolutely necessary. He would rather cover with love for anyone who is is willing to be be covered that way. But the currency is like, you buy from me this. We have the ISAF, the, the gold purified in fire, and then the white garments. All of them, he says, to buy. How do you, what do you, how, what's your currency? 
we were discussing that, and I really think biblically that it's surrender. What you give is surrender, says your will be done. Humility and surrender. Surrender. I get from you the fires that I need, the garments that cover my nakedness when I think I'm so independent, and the ISAF so I can see. I get all that from you when I give you all the things I hold on to so dearly. I give them to you. You can do with them what you want. I want you more. And the, th- the things that we're so proud of, you know, because remember yeah. what he's confronting here. He's like, you guys, you think you're rich and you have need of nothing and you've got it all figured out. And he's like, you're, you're blind. You don't even see how disgusting you look to me right now. And, and so you need, put, some, put, some, put some ointment in your eyes so you can see clearly, so that you can recognize that, that far from being impressive, you're disgusting. You see that it's, it's harsh. It's harsh. But it's... It's a harsh confrontation with a, with a heart of compassion. He's, it's like he's pleading with them, guys, please, I, I, I want to actually make you rich. I want to actually give you white garments. I, I want these things for you. And you're, you know, it's like you're, you're walking around, you're strutting around as though you're something impressive when in fact, you're a mess. You need my help. Won't you please just, just look at it and acknowledge it and let me help you? First Peter 1. Six through seven. This is, this is the comfort that I find here because for the vast majority of us, I think we identify more with the poor, persecuted church, although on a world scale, it's absolutely not true. We're all among the richest 2%, mm-hmm. all of us in the world. But even so, we go through trials. So First Peter 1, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, again, there's this thing with the need, you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, because he will be revealed soon. And our faith does need testing, because we're gonna go through harder things than what we're experiencing now. And if we're not purified, We can't do it. We will crumble. We'll be like impure metal that breaks instead of gold that's been purified and strengthened. And finally, these white garments are his his righteousness covering our nakedness. It covers all the things that we, we want covered and we desperately need covered. Sometimes we expose each other, but it's the righteousness of Jesus that only he can give, and it's a preparation for the wedding. I want to end... Um, my portion of this, by a, by a passage that's very known to a lot of the Oasis women because it, it comes up so much for me. It's very parallel to what God is offering, but only if they buy it from him. If they refuse and say, we still have need of nothing, and I, we just prefer to go a different route. We don't want to be that radical. It's not for them. But this, from Ezekiel 16, it is again describing the stages we go through. And there's a danger there that's exactly the same as the Laodiceans. Ezekiel 16 In beginning, verses 6 through 8, And when I passed by you and saw you struggling in your own blood, I said to you in your blood, live. Yes, I said to you in your blood, live. That was your salvation. I made you thrive like a plant in the field, and you grew and matured and became very beautiful. He's speaking to his bride. Your breasts were formed, your hair grew, but you were naked and bare. When I passed by you again, see, different stage, I looked upon you, and indeed, your time was the time of love. It's a more mature thing now. So I spread my wing over you and covered your nakedness. Yes, I swore an oath to you and entered into a covenant with you, and you became mine. 
That's when you go from the first falling in love to like, I'm yours, Jesus, do with me what you want. But then this, this chapter in Ezekiel goes on to describe what happens to the Laodiceans and what has happened to our generation's church for the most part in America and in the West. It's not just America. In verses 13 through 15, you were exceedingly beautiful, God says, and succeeded to royalty. Your fame went out among the nations because of your beauty, for it was perfect through my splendor, which I had bestowed on you. He does make us beautiful, says the Lord God, but you trusted in your own beauty. You played the harlot because of your fame, and you poured out your harlotry in everyone passing by who would have it. It happens so quickly when we, when we give what we have from God, the mandate that we have, we give it to get people's something for us. For some churches, it's money. For some, it's fame. For some Christian, it's just to be liked. And we sell out what he has given us just to be liked. I was convicted this week. I gave my counsel instead of the counsel of God. And I had to go back and say that was not his counsel. It was mine. And I, I can't do that. I don't have the right to do that. I don't have the luxury of giving you something. It's not a luxury. It doesn't matter what I think of the situation. I am his amen. I'm supposed to be his amen. I have to give his counsel, not mine. I have to give his love, not mine. But when I do that and people love me back, I can't take that and make it mine. For my, then I use it not as he intended it. It's for him. It's to draw people to him, not to ourselves. Yeah. Only when we're in agreement with him. You know, I, I always think, it, it, basically what Elizabeth's saying here with the amen, there's a, a set of novels that I've read, biblical history, um, Christian novels, if you will, and, and she always, this author always uses the, you know, the Hebrew expression, omain, may it, may it be so, or let it be as, as you've said, so be it. You know, there are different ways to say it, but that, that, that our lives are supposed to be, like she said a minute ago, a reflection. You know, may it, may my, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done in my life. That's what amen means. Yeah. Your will be done in my life because I, I know that it's perfect. I know that it's right. I know that it's good. And I, and I know that I'm, whatever I think I see, I'm probably a little mistaken. It's probably just maybe a lot mistaken. It's probably distorted, but your perspective is always perfect. So, amen. One may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.